When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. sound a group all to you hello 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 no you sound engaging and not robotic and not doing a stupid laugh every five seconds <laughs> is this is it is rupaul's laugh new to you is this not the laugh from back in the day well uh, it's a shtick it's a shtick you know uh i lie i thought it was interesting when they were varying the shtick and having like a echo uh, you know, on his laugh or, you know, stuff like that. But it's like one, you know, I don't watch Drag Race, but uh, know. You know, sometimes they'll be trending and I'll look up and you get tweets. I'm in England. So you get tweets from Eng- what would be English Twitter or what your interests are in England. So it'll show me some Drag Race stuff. And a lot of people are are, are mocking the fact that every time Bag of Chip says much better, RuPaul laughs as if it's the first time He's heard it. And it just, it's like, I just wonder if like all these young fans are picking up on this. What are the producers of the show doing? Do they just not care? I don't know. I I, I learned not to get too engaged in what young fans think about the show because it's a competition show where they change the rules and bring people back who've been eliminated and all this. So I'm at a loss always to understand what other people's. Well, you know, humor is subjective. Some people find something funny. Bitch, I mean, you know, I don't know. I I don't know how you how you older people get with your comedy. So, because I'm a young, sprightly young woman, I don't find the same things. Oh, ask Bob. Ask Bob the next time you see her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How is it over over in the UK, bitch? Uh, it's great. I had a fun tour, unmasked and unfiltered, and got to try out some not, new material. Now she's doing a tour called Unmasked in the middle of, in the middle of a pandemic. That's very well. They've dropped they've dropped all the, the 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 masking requirements here and in the U.S. I don't think it's a good idea, and I will still be wearing mine. Uh, I don't think so in Los Angeles. I mean, I know you don't have to wear them in gyms, but I think like places can. I think you still have to wear them to go to restaurants. No, am I am I, am I crazy? 
Well, they're, they're, the CDC has remen- recommended that we can drop them now. And, you know, uh, I follow a lot of doctors. That doesn't mean I can understand scientific evidence or whatever. They're claiming that, yes, we've had a trailing off of less severe Omicron, mm-hmm. uh, even though there were 3,000 deaths a day, mm-hmm. uh, you know, under Omicron. And, um, you know, so... Wouldn't the safest thing since we've had like, oh, we think it's over with, oh, another surge, you know, oh, the vaccines will kill it. Oh, you're getting breakthrough infections. You know, I mean, it's like, don't don't you think that it would be wise to have and I'm not wise. I'm I'm not I'm not uh, someone who's known for their caution. But what wouldn't it be kind of nice if we could think rather than think, oh, oh, I'm sick of it. Let's get over it. Let's say let's make sure that this dip in the you know numbers, everyone keeps on trying to wait to make sure. Oh, there's not a variant. It will never. Be, people will never feel safe. I think that. I mean, yes, there was that scare, and I think it was Iceland. Iceland dropped restrictions, and they had like a lot of cases after that. But everything seems to be fine now, and I think that it's it's time. There's enough research. We're we're realizing what's going on, and I think it's obviously the CDC thinks it's safe enough, and they have let restrictions down, and no, there aren't any crazy cases. Nothing has happened crazy, so I think it's the right move. And people are still. And I know they drop restrictions in LA, but even at my gym where they drop restrictions, and all the gyms, people are still making choices for themselves. They're still choosing to work out in masks, and people are still have a, like wearing masks. So people are still making their own decisions, but, um, but statewide, you know, restrictions have been eased upon, which is nice. Nice, uh, but is it the thing to do? Because the pandemic is not on our schedule. It's not like, oh, I'm tired of it. It's going away. It's on its, it's going to develop whatever variance. And, and I don't want to be a naysayer. I don't want to cling on to a pandemic that's gone. Um, however, there, you know, and listen, I don't know these doctors on uh, Twitter. I don't know if they check out, you know, but they're saying that like the, the, the more shrill ones are saying to urge people to come back out in um, without mask is going to create uh, very risky environments for everyone who is immunocompromised, which is a huge portion of um, Americans. I mean, one of the co I mean, you know, but you're right. You're, you're right. about. I mean, they're basically calling it eugenics, which is, you know, mm-hmm. like saying, I don't care about the old people or I don't care. It, it also affects people of color because they are the ones who have to go and work a lot of times in these uh, uh, essential positions of nurses, grocery stores, um, stuff like that, and be around strangers all day. So uh, I'm not ready to say that it's eugenics. I just wonder, you know, I mean, there's also the idea that, well, the, the, we, 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 I would love to have a, a, a doctor on to discuss it. Yeah, we you should know, have another doctor on for sure. In England, where they have a conservative prime minister, Boris Johnson, mm-hmm. is that he has- Everyone uh, knows. He's a, he's, a, he's a Tory, as they call it over there. Yes, and so he's wanting the mask uh, dropped. And the big scandal over here was when I arrived a month ago was that he had been seen at a house party mm-hmm. unmasked, um, you know, 
as apparently Queen Elizabeth many... was there too. That's how she got her COVID. She was there. No, I mean, no, I'm kidding. I don't think she was, girl. The the Queen had party party, not the Queen being invited to to, to a, a basement party. Well, uh, I, as as Stephen uh, Brogan, the English guest who we had on to discuss Princess Harry and Meghan Markle, oh, yeah. uh, said, "Who I saw last night for dinner." Uh, she did not say hi to you. Um, <laughs> as um, as, you know, I mean, it, the Queen is a Tory. I mean, the Queen is conservative. So, mm-hmm. so at any rate, Boris is saying relax the mask. Some doctors are saying it's too soon, but he's also echoing something that Trump said, which is if you stop the testing, you'll have fewer cases. So, uh, you know, if coronavirus has be- become mild, uh, you know, three thousand were dying a day up, you know, a, a month ago. Uh, then I don't know. It's, it's like what what ha- we got to decide how. I mean, are we willing to hemorrhage three thousand a day? You know, because of business interest. The 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 CDC. When uh, I'm over here in England, so I I have not had great internet um, at the dumps I've been staying in. And um, I have, I have not. Girl, what hotels they got you staying in? Are you, are you in um, Econo Lodge? Uh, I believe there was one travel lodge in the mix. Oh no, ma'am. <laughs> and, and then there was one place that said you can pay extra for good internet, and I paid, and it was terrible. So, I mean, you know, listen, I love coming over here, and there's part of my soul here in England. I lived here. From 78 to 80, my parents are big Anglophiles. They're Quakers, which they got from a, a UK couple um, who were also Quakers. And, uh, you know, listen, there's people over in England congratulating me on the podcast. Uh, you know, so we got, you know, fans over here. They came out to my show. So, I mean, there's many, many things to love about England. But, honey, when you're trying to, <laughs> when you're trying to get a lot. So I've had limited news, but... The interesting thing to me is that they said that the 90-something-year-old queen had COVID, mm-hmm. but she is going to resume light duties later in the week. So what that means is that, so we're no longer quarantining. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they don't make it, the queen doesn't make an announcement without this being in line with whoever, you know, of the course, state. Sure. Or, but, but, money, so, honey. Follow the money. Right. So she, she well, businesses want to reopen, and, and I don't blame them. I am. I guess a small business. But are there a but, lot of businesses still not open because of COVID over there? No, they're open and people are indoors and they're packed. And I'm, you know, another thing I agree with you completely on is that, you know, we're going to have to moving forward, we're going to have to manage our own risks. And as someone who is 59 and overweight and diabetic, I'm going to have more risk of hospitalization and death. Even with the vaccine, that's mm-hmm. what the, you know, the people who, you know, die often have, you know, so, I mean, there's, we're, we're not out of the woods yet, but hey, I hope it's turned a corner. I don't want to be the last, you know, fool who is a nurse's, you know, child clinging, hypochondriac, but I know yeah. that I'm going to be wearing a, a mask in clubs and unless I'm performing just for like a quick set. I didn't wear a mask here at my shows. Some people wore a mask, but they had just lifted. Wow, Bunny the super spreader. I can't believe you're a super spreader, Bunny. This is this is unprecedented. <laughs> no, baby, please do not leave out my other 
super spreading a man uh, efforts. No, honey, I've, I've spread many things before COVID, darling. <laughs> like the so, Spanish flu. That's right. 1918, I was here. So I speak with some authority. Anyway, um, yes, uh, obviously you're going to need, you know, listen. So listen, here was my big, brave move. I went to a restaurant indoors and eat and ate. You know, it was- Is this the it first was time? Yes, it was breakfast. They um, they had just opened, and there was a place um, that was no one else was in. So um, you know, but yeah, the the and, you know sometimes we'll see the employees wearing masks, which I guess they do because they're going to be with the high volume of people they don't know who are now not masked, and you know that that kind of sends a weird message, like masks are for workers. <laughs> Not for patrons. Yeah, I don't I know. It, it, I don't know. It, it, it is sometimes strange to go to like I, I went to I went to sleep no more. I was in New York last week, and I went to sleep no more. That um, immersive theater thing, and like all the workers mm-hmm. had masks. Like the people behind the bars and the staff, but none of us had to have masks. And I, but I, and I assume that if they're working there, just like we had to show vaccination, et cetera, they probably had to as well. So it's always interesting to me how like the bartenders, like the barbacks, and stuff like that. They're masked, but all the patrons and people who are in, who are who are um who paying the establishment are not masked. I always find that very interesting. What now they they did um <clears throat> they did drop them. I don't know about for employees, but for customers they did drop the New York mask mandate. Yeah, yeah. None, none of the customers had masks, but all the people who worked had masks. I, and I was like, but they have vaccination. And 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 proof of a negative test, just like we did. So I don't. It was interesting. Well, I, I understand that, and I will. Uh, if I'm performing on a stage, kind of away from people, mm-hmm. um, then I think uh, that that I'm okay. You know, like or or it's a risk that I have to take. You know, and say, hey, girl, you're vaccinated. You're not going to end up in the hospital. You know, what wh- whatever. Well, not but, from COVID, at least. That's right. That's right. Um, but the other thing is that uh, I, I would feel better if people could take a fucking COVID test before they went into the club, because then we'd know that nobody in there had COVID. I mean, to me, I mean, since we now know that the since July, that you mm-hmm. can still spread it if you're vaccinated, you can still get it if you're vaccinated. I got it. I was uh, triple back, so my parents got it triple back. So it's not a preventative in as yeah. much as it's a it's a prevent severe outcome. But what I was trying to remember, it's eight a.m. in the morning here, is that so if I were DJing rather than performing, and I was going to be there for four or five hours, I would mm-hmm. wear a mask. D- you know, depending. You know, if it were outdoors, I wouldn't. If it were, um, you know. Uh, you know, it it it, it it's going to be just be like a little bit of a negoci- negotiation. Like if you have a lot of high risks mm-hmm. um, and you're older, well, then you may not choose to go to a crowded club and stay in there all night and get bombed and make out with several people. If you're young and not so much as risk, and I'm not trying to imply that young people aren't at risk. They are, um, but not as much as... <laughs> Bunny said, but not Bunny uh, giving the Joe Rogan. Bunny said, if you're young and healthy, you're good. I'm kidding. No, no, no. You're not good. And you can still get long COVID and you can still be hospitalized and all that. But yeah. um, Anyway, it's it's been, they're going to be writing about this in history 
for a long, long time because it's been a wild ride and I I, I don't want to hang on to it. I hope it's nearing its end. But just as somebody, you know, honey, I didn't, <laughs> I made it through the AIDS crisis <laughs> being, being safe. And, uh, yeah. and I didn't even make it through this uh, without getting COVID. I got it. So, um, you know, let's. Uh, Similar to the AIDS <laughs> crisis. You got it there too. But we don't want to make this all about COVID. We just want to do a little catch up. But we, I mean, there is a lot to talk about in the world, especially we all know one of the biggest stories going around in the world that we want to discuss here on Ebony and Irony. So I think we should now jump into, not even the headlines, the headline, because I am very curious to what Miss Lady Bunny has to say about y'all know what we're going to talk about. Shall we, Bunny? <laughs> yes. Um, so money, Russia, Ukraine, it's all going down. And you are, I'm curious because you're experiencing this in another country. And we yes. all know um, the American news media is very, well, I've noticed when I've traveled, it's very different than what you see on other places like the BBC, et cetera. So how, what, like, what's the temperature over in the UK about it? Well, uh, when you watch corporate media, um, you can tend to get the same story. And what is unique to me is that, you know, I've been taking photos. This is the kind of nerd that I am. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been taking photos of newsstands mm -hmm. and uh, the headlines and both the left, you know, so things like The Guardian and the right, things like The Sun, the mm -hmm. they're all the saying, Earth. go get them. They're all saying more. We want, we, you know, go. We want the the right is saying we want tougher sanctions and we want to attack. And the the left is saying, you know, we stand with Ukraine and support the strongest, you know, actions against them. So, um, th th you know, just a little bit to to set this up. I, I guess I was here when uh, when Russia attacked mm -hmm. Ukraine and. Um, you know, it's, uh, it was last Friday. At this point, it's it's a week from when this is airing, right? This happened this past Friday. Yeah, yeah. Yes, and 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 so I I I read that last night. Um, I didn't have internet all day yesterday, so I'm I'm not I'm not an expert on this, but I often have you know uh, foreign policy insights because we just have some really w weird thinking in the U.S. So the the did they the Russia did take a um a city last night. I don't really know how oh, to really? pronounce it. Is it Kharkov? Oh, Kharkov, yes. Um, yeah. Before that, um the uh, the the Russians were, you know, being mocked a little for kind of underestimating the Ukraine. Uh, and their ability to fight the Russians off. Of course, the Ukrainians are operating with a lot of American weapons, mm -hmm. uh, you know, which is which is helping them. But um, yes, it's been so. I I have seen a lot of of people who are on the who are Democrats, um, say, you know, saying. I stand with Ukraine saying um, 
uh, making uh, the the president Zelensky into a hero, showing him in fatigue because he stayed because he stayed with his country. That's the well, thing. Everyone is like, everyone's like Zelensky is so brave because um, you know he's he's standing on the front lines. Like he had the option. America extended him the courtesy and the option for them to get him and his family out. And he said, "No, we're staying and we're fighting for our country." He's like, "I don't need I don't need a taxi home. I need to stay here." Okay. Well, um, so <laughs> I am I, I am wary. So, who are the last people that Democrats held up as heroes? Dr. Fauci, who claimed that masks incorrectly do not work when we all wanted to trust someone in the darkest days of the pandemic. Again, he was. Who, we were all learning about it. And yeah, just like it was very. COVID was new. We were all learning. Right, but he's an epidemiologist who um, who has never I mean, encountered the coronavirus before. <laughs> no, but he's he, he's encountered um, other respiratory uh, airborne viruses and 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 would know. I mean, at any rate, that that he did say later that the that was because of a short. He didn't want a shortage for the essential care workers. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. what he first said is that masks do not stop the transmission. Um, a, a year after he was president, Biden finally sent out, and I can't wait till I get home to America to see if they've arrived, some good quality masks because the CDC, the, you know, nobody, Trump, Biden, we're not re- recommending these better quality masks, which mm-hmm. filter out more of the stuff. So, I mean, that, so at any rate, another one that the Democrats built up was Andrew Cuomo. Mm-hmm. who is now resigned in disgrace after multiple, like a dozen allegations of sexual misconduct on the job. I will let that play out in the court. I'm not here to make a decision about that because I'm not informed about it. But Andrew cut $2 billion during the pandemic from Medicaid, which is poor people's insurance. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he also lied about nursing homes, um, uh, because he was, I think he was permitting, I, I, I blabbed about this, or I don't, I don't retain this information as much as I used to with my memory, but he, he got money from the nursing home lobby to say something like they were safe and had a lot of old people go in there and, and die. This was being held up by Rachel Maddow as a shadow president because people didn't like to hear Trump and Trump didn't inspire me. Um, you know, with the COVID response that of his that was terrible. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, now this Andrew Cuomo is facing charges. You know, he wrote a book that was a bestseller. You know, it's like, we, do, do you remember Stormy Daniels? I remember Stormy Daniels. Very funny on Twitter, a porn star who had a settlement with Trump. With Trump, yeah. Uh, oh my God, and her fucking, the, the lawyer that ended up being fucking... Crazy, um, Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti, who would look like always looked to me like he was Very on cute. steroids. He defrauded uh, Nike, his client. He, de- I believe, he's facing jail time or in jail. Yeah, I heard he, about that. Uh, yeah. 
he also defrauded Stormy, um, who did seem like a delightful person. She, I mean, if, if she, if she, did, if she had a comedy writer doing her tweet, because she would lash out at Trump, and it was hilarious. But um, that that th- that he's in jail now, and, and people were saying just because he's nice looking, just because he's anti-Trump, that he should be the president. And so I have to look at this Zelensky and and wonder about. Um, who they are telling me to prop up now and who I'm, because they're sending, you know, the be- one of them was like the coolest president, Pam Ann, that performer who's a woman who does uh, like stewardess drag, um, forwarded this thing. Uh, I love her to death. She forwarded this thing of, of Zelensky wearing high heels, I think, with that group, which is Ukrainian, Kazaki, and the, the boys in high heels. And so mm-hmm. she, she wrote the coolest president ever. Well, you know what? The coolest president ever is not necessary. No, like someone in high heels, as much as I've chosen high heels to wear in my life, although they've gotten a little bit lower, Um <laughs> The, the the that doesn't make you in charge of a situation you know you 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 don't want a cool leader unless mm-hmm. they're getting everything done we're not so it's like there 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 has been a suggestion that was that that we are uh, that 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 was a fabricated story with Zelensky because there have been a lot of fabricated stories from the U.S. media and from you know U.K. media. I don't know how widely they spread, but one is a picture of him in fatigues, which made it which was forwarded around even by news agencies, um, say to, to make it look like he was there fighting with the troops. The picture was taken in 2018 when he oh, went really? to visit the troop. Yes, there was also something called where where Russian uh, uh sorry, Ukrainian soldiers went to uh they t- they told the Russians to fuck off, go fuck themselves. And so if you hate Russians, this makes you you I don't want to say hate Russians, I want to say hate Putin and the regime because the, yeah, the people yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of Russia are out protesting for oh, peace. Oh girl, I know, let's, and, let's and, make and, yeah, and if you if you are protesting Russia, you are a brave fucking soul because that is an authoritarian state, and the police will fucking drag your ass to jail. I mean, y- y'all see what what they do to protesters in America. Imagine imagine in Russia where if you say one thing against Putin and they were to shoot you between the eyes. So yeah, and also another, I also saw this really great article breaking down like you cannot, and like and this is everyone should know this, but it really hit not hit home to me, but I, I it made me think about it more. Like you cannot judge a country based on the leader. Like, imagine if the world judged all Americans and painted us all with the same brush that because of Donald Trump's actions for uh, when he was president. Like, everyone would, if everyone thought that we were the same way, we were all of the same mind, and it's not true. The Russian people, a lot, they're protesting. They don't want the war. So people should not be saying Russians. Say fucking Putin. Yes, and and some are expressing a concern that Russian Americans are going to be targeted mm-hmm. as Muslims were targeted after 9-11. Right. And, you know, we all... So, so there was a story of, of Ukraine soldiers who were on some island, Space Island or Snake Star Island. I, Snake, Snake Island. Snake Island. And yeah. so... Um, sounds sounds like uh, Jamaica to me, honey. Uh, the the the, uh, <laughs> the uh, they told Russian soldiers to fuck off, and then it was said that they you know were killed, and 
Chink, Jink, Uger from the Young Turks, one of the biggest progressive voices who isn't always uh-huh. that progressive, was on there saying, oh my God, these guys knew they were about to die. And they showed this str- strength to say, fuck you, Russians. Well, you know what? They didn't die. They didn't? No, they did not die. And um, They crystallized. So, uh, <laughs> yes, because their, uh, their PR person is... Um, Davenport. Kennedy Davenport. Kennedy. Right. She's the one that said that, right? See, I'm uh-huh. getting good. Uh-huh. So look, I know the old episodes. See, it took a while, but I'm getting there. You know, Kennedy is my favorite. Uh, I love Kennedy. She's great. We need to have that fool on this podcast. Oh, we should her. have one on the podcast. That'll be so fun. She is the best performer, my lord. Uh, at any rate, there was also something called The Ghost of Kiev that claimed wait, that- wait, 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 we rewind. So they didn't die. So what happened? They got attacked by the by, by, by the Russian Navy. And then what happened? I don't know, but they didn't die. Really? They, they, they did, the, the, the story was misreported. And it was reported in such a way that would give people, you know, like, oh my God, you know, uh, you, you know, I mean, listen, it's terrible that Ukraine is being attacked. Um it's, okay, it's, let me read it. This is from CNN. The defiant soldiers of Snake Island are actually alive and well, says Ukraine Navy. The Ukrainian defenders of Snake Island who all who all feared dead after their defiant response to threats from a Russian warship are actually alive and well. All the soldiers on the tiny island in the Black Sea were thought to be have, to, to, were thought to be to have been killed in an attack on the first day of the Russian invasion of Ukraine last Thursday, but this was not so, according to a purported audio exchange. Yeah. I guess, I guess this is coming from CNN. So they are not dead. They are, in fact, alive. Gag. Well, there was another one called The Ghost of Kiev. I mean, well, they, said, wh- they said that they're alive and well. If, if, if I don't think CNN uh, report them being alive and well if they were, capt- if they were captured. A, a false story was circulated because they wanted to, to stir up. The media wants to stir up. Well, the media always wants to stir up war. Let's never make a mistake on that. The only time the media ever criticized Joe Biden was when he pulled out of Afghanistan. So let's let's be clear that all left and right corporate media wants war, profits from the spoils of war. Our most liberal channel, MSNBC, fired their most popular host from the 80s, um, and uh, uh, Phil Donahue. Because he asked harder questions. Oprah's, than the Oprah's new- direct competition, and also just to correct, they are they, Jay, uh, our producers correct. They are being held in um, Crimea, right? But the, but uh, but the media ran with the false story mm-hmm. about them being uh, dead. So it's very uh, complicated. This story about the ghost of Kiev. I read like seven stories. This was the ghost of Kiev was like a plane. Um, a fighter jet, and they claimed that he had taken down six Russian fighters in one day. Now, some analysis <laughs> I watched said that um, most fighters don't take down six planes in their career, and it turns out that this fighter plane was actually a Russian plane uh, from a couple years earlier at a, a rehearsed trial. Thing. So it, it wasn't it wasn't a, a Ukrainian flight at all. So there 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 have been you know, and it's funny how the mistakes are all being you know put out there by the media to make us think you know Ukraine we have to support Ukraine they're so valiant they're so heroic. like the like the story about Zelensky that you mentioned 
mm-hmm. that he stayed with his people and you know he didn't find so that's thought of as as brave um and you know I, I I'm not going to say that it isn't. I I am wary of any conflicts uh, like this because Russia is a nuclear power, and um, there is a kind of a separation of the West and the East now that China and India have not denounced this attack. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple of other countries too, but. You you got to this is this is pretty deep, but the U.S. has has something called the petrodollar, which is is you have to use U.S. system currency to deal to trade in oil, including the Saudi oil, and there there's a few countries which have stopped using the petrodollar. You're going to hear about these countries as you have done. Venezuela, Iran, Cuba, China, Russia, they don't accept the 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 petrodollar because they know that um <laughs> they know that sometimes US currency is based on a house of cards mm-hmm. and they want to trade with, you know, a real currency like a gold-backed currency and actually when the US attacked Libya, uh Gaddafi um was using a gold-backed currency so that he's not privy, he's not uh, uh, he's not, not subject to, you know, like the economy crashing. Because there's so many Ponzi schemes from predatory debt to, you know, uh, so as, a, as someone who can barely figure out their own finances, much less tackle international finance, <sighs> there is a, there is a, there are a lot of people in the world that are sick of the U.S. saying it's going to be our way or the highway, right. and if if China is also perceived as an enemy, I'm also ignorant on that. But um, uh, yeah, I don't. There is a lot of China talk going on, and I, you know, y- y'all know, I I don't know a whole lot about what's going or the going on, the goings on with China, but I definitely I've heard China's name being thrown around a lot. Well, there are competition business wise, but we also owe them so many trillions that we don't. Uh, uh, that we can never repay it. So, um, but guess what happens if someone is your uh, uh, enemy in war? You don't owe them anymore, I would imagine. So, uh, at any rate, so I am watching nervously because I don't want World War III and uh, I don't want Ukrainian people to be killed I am not a fan of Vladimir Putin, but there is something that is going on in the U.S. coverage and that I'm seeing fellow boomers on Facebook fall into when they are saying that they are outraged over the war in the Ukraine and they're collecting supplies, which is good-hearted of them, uh, they're they're getting they're doing GoFundMe. You know, some of them have friends or relatives who are Ukrainian, so they're they're more intimately, you know, connected than I am. However, where was their outrage over 
the two countries that we are doing what Russia did, and currently Iraq, we're still, after 21 years, that we were lied into that war. We never left, by, you know, by George Bush, but Democrats continued it. No, where, where, where is your outrage? Where is your out? We're currently occupying Syria. We're currently occupying Afghanistan. We, I mean, Afghanistan. We left after twenty what? years. Still, so, uh, Iraq. So, if you're if you're upset about a sovereign nation being invaded, why are they, those were sovereign nations? Oh. You may not like them. Oh but- no, absolutely. This is this is this is one of my biggest problems with this whole thing, and 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 I'm so disgusted. I've seen news anchors from the fucking BBC, from CNN, and different news outlets basically saying, we understand why people would invade would would invade Syria or Iraq or Afghanistan, but the fact that they would they would they would invade a civ this is quote, civilized country like Ukraine with people with blonde hair and blue eyes, that's the outrage. Which is but- fucking <laughs> insane to me. They can see people invading these countries in the Middle East and Africa because to them these people are uncivilized. And that's that's the fucking outrage. That is a total outrage. And it's racist. Oh, one thousand percent. You know, I, I, I mean, and 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 I am not the first to yell, you know, that something is is racism. But how could you? I mean, Trevor Noah did a segment on this, and I'm not his biggest fan, but you know, it 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 just begs the question. So, in order for, for in order for you to say, um, I want the U.S. to take sanctions, which and, you know we, we throw around sanctions. This word, you know, oh, put stronger sanctions on them. Okay, so what? We put stronger sanctions on them. Can anybody tell me what the existing sanctions were for? Um, because it's like the the we don't we can just say oh put sanctions on them, but mm-hmm. what that means is to cripple their economy. Sometimes, which I it already under- is the Russian the Russian what is it the um, the rule. The ruble, whatever it's ruble, called, ruble, ruble, the ruble, the Russian ruble is <laughs> is worth less than a fucking penny. That's wild. Right. Yes. Well, um, apparently they have found, as Iran did, which is faced with crippling sanctions for many years, ways around it with Bitcoin cryptocurrency. Mm. Again, I'm out of my element. I don't know anything about that, but. Um, uh, crypt, I, don't, I can't deal with real cash. Uh, so I'm, you don't want me talking about no fucking bit. What, what if people start tipping you in Bitcoin? What if people start tipping you in Bitcoin, Bunny? You better, you better, well, you better familiarize yourself, girl. You better familiarize yourself. I'm, I'm gonna tip you in some in some bitch coins because that's what you are, a bitch. Well, um, I'm not gonna argue with that. But, <laughs> <laughs> ooh. I said dick coin. Yes, I do, honey. Uh, the <laughs> so at any rate, when we talk about sanctions, that means that your medicines can't get through, including life-saving medicines. So that is a tool to get Russia to stop invading uh Ukraine. Um, but but we often say sanctions without knowing exactly what those are. And how uh, much is a sanction? I'm not going to look up. Like how much? Like 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 what are we talking? Are we talking like are we talking twenty dollars? Or are we talking like two million dollars? You know what I mean? Like how much? How how much is a sanction? Well, I mean they're 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 toying with all kinds of stuff. Like they're going to you know stop Russian oil. They're going to, there's a new pipeline between Europe. Part of what complicates this, and again, not my forte, but 
Russia provides a lot of Germany's gas. Mm-hmm. America became, you know, RuPaul wasn't the only one fracking. America <laughs> became a fracking uh, force underneath Obama. And so we now, we don't have to import as much as we used to, and we want to sell oil to Europe. Um, I, from what I understand, Russia's gas is still cheaper than U.S. gas. So there's a there's a pipeline <clears throat> that Trump actually shut down, and and uh, I don't know the, the ins and outs, but I think Biden reopened it. But yeah, Europe is not going to Europe. Europe, we get seven percent of our gas currently from uh, Russia, which is the story. No, no, four percent oil. For 4%. example, Russia oh. R- Russian produced oil and gas accounts for less than four percent of fuel consumed by Americans. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. but but Germany has a lot more, so it's been yeah. interesting to see even those European countries. So that yes, that was a that was a moment when Germany shut down the Nord Stream pipeline, which our producer just reminded me the name of. Uh, I love Nordstroms. Know, because, I'll go to Nordstrom. You would. <laughs> uh, that's a little upscale for you. Excuse me, bitch. Uh, you oh, heard dear. me. You heard me. <laughs> I, I, you're more of an H and M type Ooh, person, Bunny. I don't want to hear no fucking H and M. Yeah, how about Primark? did you did you did you see that, Bunny? Did you see that outburst of RuPaul on Drag Race UK? Did I say the what outburst? <laughs> yes, on the last season of Drag Race UK, a girl came out on the stage. Oh, two seasons ago. A girl came out on the stage in an outfit from H&M, and RuPaul had this, like, big outburst. He was like, I don't want to see any, any more goddamn H&M on this stage. And it, it was a big thing. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't see that. I, I heard about it, uh, okay. and uh, I make a joke about it in my show. And I, uh, one of the things in my show, <laughs> which has been, uh, look at me, kind of stop talking about Russia by talking about my show. Yes, back to me. <laughs> um, the... the, the uh, Tilda Swinton came to my show in Glasgow, That's and that wild. was nice meeting her. And um, I also do a parody of um, "Break Up Bye Bye" by Bag of Chips and the Vivian and, and no, 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 Bag of Vivian, no, Bag of Blue and Davina. Okay, so it's Bag of Chips is awful. Bag of Chips is crass. Bag of might be sexy if she wiped her ass. Bag of sores <laughs> are running. She'll leave your stomach churning. It's easy to forget her because lemon was much better. Oh, word. Lemon being someone who was eliminated. See, I'm trying to learn about Russia and drag race. So <laughs> at, at, at any rate, there is an oil component which is often present in our wars. But... um. Now, I'm not clear on this, but has Russia today, which is Russia state media, has that been taken off the air in the U.S.? Because I've seen tweets about I'm taking it off my cable box. I I, I don't know the latest of that. Um, uh, I'm looking it up. Yeah, Google pulls Russia, Russia Today, Sputnik from Play Store as... The um, EU ban looms. Milwaukee, yeah. So, I mean, Google has pulled it from their store, but I don't know if they've pulled the channel from American media. I don't know. I mean, honestly, with all of Russia stuff, another thing that really bothers me is seeing how they are not letting um, Africans flee to Poland. They're literally barring them and pushing them from getting on the train, which is another egregious 
act of racism in a fucking human, a, a, a fucking human crisis. It's, it's who so- is doing that? The Ukrainians? Yeah, Ukrainians. For, for is that widely known? Is that widely covered? Oh, yeah. Because I've seen many videos and many articles. I, I, I saw like two articles, two two Twitter articles about it today. One I saw it, it was on CNN. I mean, this it, it's something that's factually happening. And then when you when you tweet and you talk about it, people are like stop spreading misinformation. I'm like, bitch, this is not misinformation. The Independent. These are these are reputable news sources. Is reporting that our Africans are being stopped to um, from fleeing Ukraine. They're like they're saying no, you cannot get on the train to go to Poland. Oh. Stay your ass here and you and stay your ass here in the in, in the Ukraine. That's awful. Oh, it's horrible. Um, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. So you know, look, this is the thing. Okay, if <laughs> name any protest that you've ever wanted to be a part of. You know, women's rights, Black Lives Matter, gay rights, whatever. All of these protests are fighting the establishment to give them more rights. And those are all the causes that I'm aligned with. Civil rights, Mm -hmm. peace, the planet, um, the health of the planet, you know, uh, income inequality, addressing it, you know, not as it's it's actually the billionaires made more money in the pandemic and average people did not. All, all protests that I'm interested in participating in involve civil rights, mm-hmm. uh, women's equal pay, women's rights, gay rights, uh, uh, Black Lives Matter, income inequality, addressing it, you know, insurance, saving the planet. So the people who are protesting the war in Ukraine, I'm glad that they're good-hearted people who don't want to see death uh, of innocent people. Um, however, their answer to the the Russia attacking the Ukraine seems to be more war and more sanctions, which are a prelude to war. Now, um, as long as we don't start World War III, but the 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 political pundits I listen to on Twitter are saying this could go into that overnight. And there are there's another thing um, that the mainstream media is not reporting. In so in 2014, there's something called the M A I D A N Maiden. Um, I don't know if you would call it coup. But this was uh, to do with, uh, there's two parts of the Ukraine. One is Russian, one is called the Donbass region in the east. And that is Russian people who speak Russian, they're Russian aligned, not so in the rest of Ukraine, where they are, you know, they wanted to get away from Russia. They want to join the EU and America and other NATO, um, which I don't know what that's National Alliance of I don't know what 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 it is. They've been trying to get Ukraine. Girl, I to learned join. that in like tenth grade. I forgot. Yeah, it's it's a it's a coalition of nations. Yeah, um, the North you, Atlantic you, Treaty Organization. Okay, so it's a treaty of, and they've been trying to get Ukraine in the NATO, which is all the European countries, the U.S., Poland I'm sure Canada, is in there. Right. And um, so this, it's like a lot of the news coverage that I'm seeing is what does Putin want? 
Girl, okay, he wants a, he wants to he wants to land. He wants power. He he's, wants his a land power grab. back. Yeah, he wants to he wants to rejoin the Soviet Union. He wants to um fucking reunite the uh, the Soviet Union again. But yeah, but this isn't what's being. I mean, there here. Okay, but so so Putin is also a shifty character, and uh, you know I. I, you know, like I say, he, his state media in Russia is saying there's not even much going on in Ukraine from what I understand. So the, 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 the protesters the for peace in Russia have obviously been, uh, you know, they've not been fooled by that, but um, it's, it's, we, uh, Zelensky was put into power by the U.S., mm-hmm. we got rid of the the democratically elected, uh, you know, person in 2014 when Obama was president. So, um, you know, people don't even know this because they don't follow foreign policy, and I wish they would follow it more. Uh, because you know, it's it's not like. We didn't do anything. We've been poking. A, 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 Putin is saying that he he wants to denazify that. That's because the government that we enabled, the U.S. enabled, uh, that Zelensky is a part of. It doesn't matter whether Zelensky is Jewish. In no, that he is not a Nazi, but it within the the government that the U.S set up over there it includes neo nazis who have been uh bombing donbas province for 8 years and i think that the death toll is this is the ukrainian army attacking the russia allied two provinces mm-hmm. in donbas so i i think i saw a death count that was 14000 I don't know what the death count is from this Russian invasion, but um, you can't just say I'm only I'm not going to listen to what uh, Putin's uh, you know geopolitical is the word we're hearing a lot um, you know ambitions are like we say he wants you know more land, but it was also admitted from Hillary Clinton's own uh, you know foreign policy. Per- person that that by trying to push Ukraine into NATO, which probably isn't going to even happen because France and Germany don't want it, and a lot of the Ukrainian people don't want it. The U the the U.S. and NATO have poked the bear that is Russia, and is he lashing out in a vicious way? Yeah, but is it a surprise to where we the media should act like they don't know about the 2014? coup where we replace i mean there there are neo nazis in that government so um you know i would think that if he is being honest zelensky would know about who is in his own government and who was attacking i mean before they started building up the troops five russians had been burnt alive by uh you know, and, and and of course, just saying anything that would say, well, how can I figure out what's going on because I don't typically trust U.S. foreign policy goals is going to get me called a Putin sympathizer. No, I'm not a sympathizer with him. I'm sure 
that he is, you know, a crap guy. But this is what really bugs me. Mm-hmm. A lot of Democrats are going on about that they have their only politics is bashing Trump. Like, you know, there we cover this a lot. The student debt, you know, on this podcast, the student debt, the voting rights, the $15 minimum wage, the public option for cheaper. None of that happened. And Democrats are in power. And Democrats just want to talk about Trump. Mm-hmm. Until, you know, who knows who's going to be nominated. And so one of the one of their biggest weapons against Trump is that he colluded with Russia to make Hillary lose the 2016 election. Just in the past few months, the Steele dossier, which all of this Mueller trial for two, three years was based on, um, that has blown up as some as something that the Hillary Clinton campaign paid for. Her lawyer, I think it's Donald Sussman, is now being investigated, as is someone on her uh, campaign. You know, the 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 ads that supposedly swung the election in Trump's favor, uh, one of them was a Bernie Sanders cartoon of him in a speedo with Bernie a muscular speedo. Yeah, with a muscular body, and I'm like, okay, I'm gay. I like Bernie Sanders a lot. I don't want to see him in a speedo. That's not going to make me vote for him. You know, mm. whatever. Another was of the Russian ads was this was like a, a less political operation than a commercial one. One was something about Jesus and masturbation, and you know, one of them was anti-Hillary trying to get the religious types. So, a lot of this stuff about. Listen, Trump is rotten enough as it is. You don't need to make stuff up about Trump that can be disproven because then you make him look like a martyr to his followers. And a lot of this stuff has fallen apart. And because it doesn't fit the the, the Democratic narrative, Trump actually put he actually shut down that Nord Stream. <laughs> That's the water. That's uh-huh. the water purifier. Nordstrom. I don't know what it is. The 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 pi- Trump shut down the pipeline. Trump put put uh, worse sanctions on Russia than Obama. So Obama was not the Putin of pup uh, the Putin puppet. And you can and, and yes, Putin, Obama came uh, Russia. I mean, but I, I, I mean, I, I'm not well versed in this stuff. But I mean, I, I would imagine that there is a reason for that. I mean, a lot of these decisions are nuanced. Again, I, I, yes, you are probably yes, you are correct. I mean, probably I, I don't know. If, I don't know that to be fact that uh, Trump put worse sanctions on Russia. But I mean, I would think that there was a reason there's a nuanced decision why that why obama did not do them greatly or maybe the threat wasn't as eminent then i mean i don't know well obama uh actually after because i think the don boss recent was called crimea but i remember the reports of him building you know setting up military things outside russia and um so the Russia doesn't have like 800 military bases around the world. The U.S. does. So while I am distrustful of Russian propaganda and I am distrustful of Russia's, you know, invading another country, um, this is also the U.S. trying to start a proxy war in, uh, 
in, in Ukraine, which is on Russia's border. Um, we have we are still in uh, Syria and Iraq. So where is it, it, it? That just doesn't add up to me. You know, it's like if we're if we're going to be against wars, we're against the 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 Putin in Russia. Look, this is the equivalent. I'm, I'm not a Putin sympathizer to try to understand where he's coming from. We have set up shop with Ukraine, sending them weapons on his border. This would be if Putin, like, imagine this, if Putin or China or Cuba or Iran or Venezuela set up shop with military bases Mm -hmm. in Mexico to threaten the U.S. I mean, this is, this, we have been threatening them every time we have tried to get Ukraine in Russia. And I want to just read you, this is uh, Bill Clinton's defense secretary, William Perry, in 1996, explaining in his memoir that to him, NATO engagement is the cause of the rupture in relations, quote, the rupture in relations with Russia, and that in 1996, he was so opposed to it that, quote, in the strength of my conviction, I considered resigning. So the Clintons were war-loving, you know, they're hawks. So again and again, Stephen Cohen, famed scholar of Russian studies, warning in 2014, if we move NATO forces towards Russia's borders, it's obviously going to militarize the situation, and Russia will not back off. This is existential because those people in Donbass. See, in the U.S., we're just thinking of this as, as Ukraine. It's Ukraine? And it's Donbass, which is in Ukraine, but it, they speak Russian, they share history with Russia, and they don't mm. want to be part of the EU. You know, believe it or not, they like Russia. So we can't just keep, um, I mean, how do you say that the U.S. has the moral high ground any more than Vladimir Putin? If, you know, it, I mean, this is the stuff that I have been seeing on the media, which really makes me sick is when the yeah. media is trying to 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 manufacture consent for a war a possible nuclear war by the news over here said oh madonna has made a statement and they didn't even mention what the statement was we need to be looking at the history of what this is we need to be looking at is this going to be world war two um, three we've been <laughs> we finished that one when i was born uh the uh the the, the when my grandmother was born, the uh, we have to be looking at what are Russia's aims. What the what could the fallout be? We also have to look at how this is giving me shades of the Iraq War, and this is where I will proudly step in as an old bitch to say that this was my political awakening when George Bush led us to war with Iraq based on lies mm-hmm. of weapons of mass destruction, which Saddam Hussein, I'm not saying he was a good guy. You know, he did kill his own people, but that doesn't mean that he was a threat to us, just as I'm, I I don't know that this, th- th- they will say that this attack on Ukraine by Russia is a threat to our interests, but they're not, a, Ukraine is, let's be clear that the Ukraine is not attacking us, but they are a nuclear power. And, you know, this could escalate very quickly. And this is my fear about the 
the Russiagate stuff. We've now got Democrats who are saying, fuck Putin, you know, assassinate that motherfucker, you know, because it's revenge for Hillary, because the all of the Russiagate thing, and we've got to stop thinking about that. We have to think, what is the history? Oh, they're doing now? What did you do to them? We've got to, we can't think of it. There are so many puff pieces coming out from, from oh, Saturday Night Live did a, a song. They didn't do a comedy skit. They all came out in Ukrainian traditional embroidered songs, uh, 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 outfits, and sang a, a song. It's like, what? Where was your song for for Yemen, where we're yeah. selling Saudi Arabia? You know, uh, the, you know. I mean, weapons. You know, this is this is a, an absolute disgrace. The, Saudi Arabia is a human rights violator, and because I guess we get oil from them, you know, they don't have a song for Yemen. And more and more, I'm realizing that Saturday Night Live is is state run media because mm-hmm. that was. That to drop your jokes to make such a strong statement. But you see, because Trump and Russia, let's forget about Trump for a second. Um, The U.S. has a foreign policy before Trump. and, and, And Biden, during his eight years in the White House, was so influential that his son, Hunter Biden, got a $50,000 a month uh, job with a Ukraine oil company, Burisma. So let's talk about uh, Trump's uh, children profiting and nepotism, but let's not turn a blind eye to, you know, when Biden, as vice president, gets his son who knows nothing about oil a gig like that. Because you know that is we got to look at we got to look at the oil we it's not just a knee jerk of like oh my god i know some ukrainian people or oh my god the football team's not even playing fucking you know <laughs> russia now i mean that's 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 like emotional stuff we got to you know before we get into a world war 3 w- with a nuclear power yeah. We have got to, especially with China and India, not denouncing this. And, you know, I don't know whether it's being in England, but um, which is a gateway to the East uh, in terms of being around so many uh, Pakistani people, Muslim people, and you know, my that that my my, my political awakening was fighting against the Iraq War. And I'm seeing shades of this happen, and I'm seeing I'm seeing Democrats cheer for war, even though I know that my home in New York would be taken out first. And I think that that's your home that, in New York would be taken out first. Well, they're gonna they're not gonna go to Poughkeepsie. Oh, got it, got it, got it. They're not gonna bomb Poughkeepsie, and you know. So, I mean, I. I I condemn all war from Russia's attack, but we can't just pretend that the U.S. hasn't had a hand in um, in 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 propping Zelensky up, you know, with a coup under Obama. That is what happened. We can't pretend that they've got no motivation or that we, oh that oh we're surprised that that uh, Putin did this. No. Hill, the the Clintons, Noam Chomsky have all said you are pushing Russia with this NATO thing 
for 15 years. And now you're giving weapons to Ukraine on his border. I mean, if 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 you have a self-preservation uh, bone in your body, you're not going to let that happen. I mean, you know, these are all the experts saying this. I'm not saying it. Well, listen, I am not an expert on this or war. And I think, you know, we are nearing the end of our time. Maybe we can try to find some type of expert to come on and discuss. Yeah, I mean, a lot, I know a lot of young people are afraid, not just young people, obviously, everyone. This could lead to World War III. And I think we definitely should have an expert to give us um, just some more well-rounded information about this because neither, neither of us are experts. It'll be nice to have um, but this, um, to have them on Ebony and Irony to, to discuss for sure. I try to stay on, on top of this as much as possible, as best as my little brain can, can handle, but I do not know all this information. You're familiar with, uh, lip sync yes. battles. Come. Uh-huh. I am. I'm familiar with come and lip sync battles. That, that, well, those are my bread and butter. Well, come is in your ass along with your bread and butter. No, it's in my mouth. Let's be oh, honest. you are so cute. Thank you. As are you. When... When, um, when do you come back to the when do you come back to the states, Bunny? I come back on Saturday, but I am going to see Juju B and Kitty Scott Claus oh, in Death Drop. In Death Drop, and um, yes. uh, I got tickets and uh, going with a friend, so I I can't wait to see that because there is a drag queen named Holly Stars who writes this shit, English Queen, honey. I want to see Juju and I want to see Kitty, but this. Booger bitch is hilarious. <laughs> She's great. Holly's very Hil- good. You know her? Yeah, yeah. When I went to go to the U- to the UK to do Death Drop, the first run of it before it got shut down with COVID, um, I met Holly, and she's great. She's really funny. okay. Cool. She is. I mean, that look. I saw her in a pantomime mm-hmm. when um, uh, that she wrote for Bag of Chips, and it was a <laughs> Sunday matinee. And Bag, uh, I think, had been out on Saturday night oh, and girl. was late for the show. And mm-hmm. uh, I adore Baga, but she is a nut. Um, you know, so uh, it, it, they kind of had to like work on the fly, which was very amusing and very skilled, uh, to like kind of cover the lines that she might have <laughs> missed. Girl, and I as a know. former drunk, I've been there. So, <laughs> girl. Bag is a mess. I've heard I've heard horror stories about Bagga, but I would, but we will uh, we won't drag this Bagga show because she's actually great. Um, well, I love her, but she is getting booed over here because of the um, what she's doing on whatever that Drag Race versus the World. Is yeah, UK versus the World. I know, I know. Well, Benny, I'm excited to have you back in America, and um, the country misses you. Didn't you say you were over here or coming here soon? Yeah, I'm coming there next week. What's that for? I'm uh, filming some stuff on Netflix. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Wow, yeah. they really hit the skids after Dave Chappelle. <laughs> My fucking God. Bitch. Well, you know what? <laughs> All I right. Hope, I hope. I hope. I hope your fucking plane crashes <laughs> and right into the fucking Atlantic Ocean, bitch. Uh, I'm taking a boat. But thank you for your concern. Uh, oh well, the Titanic <laughs> for three will fucking sink with you too, whore. <laughs> It's a much smaller boat. (laughs) (laughs) Work. (laughs) 
Scarpins Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.